0: From WKYT Podcast, this is Uniquely Kentucky. I'm your host, Amber Potts. Hello, podcast listeners. Okay, how many of you made those New Year's resolutions and you've already broken those resolutions? I made a pact with myself a long time ago that I wasn't going to make resolutions, but rather every year set goals for myself, goals that might include my health, my wellness, adventure, organization, lifestyle, you name it, nothing was off the table when it comes to setting those goals, right? So this year, I've set some interesting and, well, maybe quirky goals for myself. I'm an avid runner, and I'm just trying to be diligent about tracking my daily mileage. I'm an avid bookworm, so I want to document every book that I read this year. I actually got a how-to guide to learn to letter Maybe in the event of trying to reduce my stress level. And I'm actually working to reduce my carbon footprint by eliminating some items in my life that just create a lot of extra trash or recyclable material. So, so far, so good on those fronts. But one resolution that I know many of you out there make is to just simply get healthier in the new year. And for anyone who knows me knows that I am an active runner, I'm a fitness junkie, I love to work out, and I can also sometimes be pretty hard on myself when it comes to missing workouts. And I know that there are some of you out there like that, that you kind of beat yourself up if you don't get to the gym or you don't lose so many pounds. And so this podcast today is to kind of talk a little bit about that with someone who helps people on a daily basis deal with some of those kinds of things when it comes to working out, getting to the gym, getting your workouts in. So I brought in a dear friend of mine. He's pushed me to be a better version of myself in the gym for about the last seven or so years. We trained together at one place, and then when he left there, I followed him to Burn Boot Camp. And it opened in Lexington about two years ago. And I want to be up front and say, yes, I am a client at Burn, but I want to be clear that in no way in doing this podcast am I getting anything out of this from Burn Boot Camp. So please welcome my dear your friend Jared Fogelsong, head trainer at Burn Lexington. Hey, buddy.
1: Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, man, it's the new year. How are you doing?
1: Doing well. What about you?
0: Do you make, well, I'm good. Do you make New Year's resolutions?
1: I don't so much make resolutions as I focus more on the long-term results of some of the goals I've set. And that, that stuck with me when you were talking about the goals you've set more so than a than a resolution. And we're always trying to to create change, but sometimes that, that change comes from with inside of you. So you're not really mm-hmm. trying to change your personality or the the characteristics in, in the way you live. We're just trying to create the best version of yourself yeah. in, in regards to that change.
0: So Jared and I have known each other a long time. It's funny. So I actually met his wife before. She worked at my chiropractor's office. And then just in those weird ways, you get hooked up with people. So I've been with Jared so long that we've worked out a ton. I've been through, I've been to his wedding, uh, the birth of his child. So we are old friends. And mm-hmm. he, does, he does push me both in the gym and just really to be a better person. Let's talk about Burn Boot Camp, first of all, because... Um, I I've worked out a lot of different places and I'm not just saying this because I'm there, but the community that has been created yeah. around a simple place opening, and let me tell people, this isn't your traditional gym, if you will. There's no equipment. It's really just you, a floating floor, and a hard surface, and some weights, maybe. Right. So, right. what's the concept behind Burn?
1: So, Burn, Burn is cool in in that regard with the the community aspect, and, and we have some some sayings and slogans on a wall, and one of those is, "We don't use machines. We are." one. Mm-hmm. So we, we try to make it a, a functional workout that you are comfortable in your skin, comfortable in trying new things and stepping outside your comfort zone and you have your your friends and your teammates there to support you and we all understand that everybody has their starting point. Like everybody has their day one and somebody may have been with us since the beginning or mm-hmm. or prior to like like you have. Your day one could have been seven years ago, but you, you get it in in that somebody might be starting today and, and we like to welcome them in with open arms and meet them where they stand and, and don't try to do something that they're not comfortable with yet and and burn is so cool in that aspect that that we put a lot of knowledge in the in the surface that we work out on as well as the workouts that we customize to your needs.
0: I have been so amazed by just the power of social media. So when Burn first came to Lexington, I mean, we did just some workouts, just pop-up camps, right, right? Mm-hmm. in a gym and some other locations. And so people would just word of mouth through social media. But now that we've been around two years, it's amazing the people that are still finding us through social media and how people feel compelled to post about where they work out.
1: Right. We, we don't. Do much of that, I mean, you guys are the ones that really are the the guiding light in the community we We just provide the the service we provide the the building and you guys are the ones that really create that avenue of support and and I think when people check in on their Facebook or they post about the the transformations they've seen they're they're obviously giving themselves a pat on the back, which is well deserved, but I think other people see it and and can create some confidence in, in trying to something new themselves as well.
0: And you don't dare call them classes. Correct. They are camps. <laughs> and one of the things that I think also is really interesting, uh, a lot of people get bored really easy with workouts. Let's be honest. Sure. And, I love getting a protocol on Sundays to plan out my week. I never did that before. That was Mm -hmm. never something offered to me. And it really does help you get a in the mindset, but also figure out like, if I can't be there one day, what's the day that I can afford to miss, or at least that's what I I look at if I have to do that, right? Yeah.
1: And and the protocols we release, so everybody can see those going in. And it's just another way. So you obviously don't get bored and so you don't hit a plateau and so it doesn't feel like you're hitting leg day 12 days in a row that we have you know 18 to 25 different words we use in regards to that protocol and and the more you come the more you get to understand the terminology we use and to make it to where you're not getting bored Mm -hmm. um We we try to make it as fun as possible when we're in there working out together.
0: Sure. Jared, talk to me about your, how did you find your way into this? You were, um, so this is called Uniquely Kentucky, and I should tell folks this, that you are not a Kentuckian, but I let that slide. You're from Ohio, but you've been here long enough. You played football um, for Georgetown College, and then ended up staying. Obviously, your wife is from uh, Louisville, and then you made your home here in Lexington. So talk to me a little bit about your path, um, because I always think with athletes, any of us that played, uh, you have such a drive in you? Where does that come from?
1: I think it came from a, an early age. I have a twin brother and it was just us two um, running the show. I mean, I, I think that's all my parents could really handle was just <laughs> the two of us. And we we always competed with each other, whether it was sports, whether it was in the classroom. And I think that's really what helped me improve and continue to work on my craft. And I was thinking about that a little bit as I was coming in because i, I figured this is something we would talk about a little bit, but um, I was always one to try to improve my skills on my own. Like my, I never really remember a time where my parents pushed me to, to go outside and I, I'm a, I have a big sports background. i you know, I played football and ran track at Georgetown and, 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 I was never one that they were yelling at me to go outside they were they were always telling me to to come back in when it was too dark to even <laughs> see the ball I was playing with at that point. but I think that goes a long way and in, in the sports that we play really does help build a competitive nature and in, in a in teamwork atmosphere and it and it creates things that you can hold on to for your whole life and, and playing at Georgetown, I won't get too lengthy in it, but I yeah. I played um as a freshman and as a junior and then I ended up getting hurt and had some spinal issues and, and neck issues to, that ended my football playing career, but with that um made me wanna learn more about corrective exercise and trying to get my health back to a point where I you know it didn't hurt to put my shoes on yeah. in the morning. And that that's where I really got into the, the exercise science and psychology in regards to the mindset and continuing down the, the personal training path.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting because Burn was started by Devin and Morgan Klein and, and Devin is a former, um, college athlete and also professional athlete. And so a lot of times when I watch the videos and I see, I, I I see him and I see you guys are, you remind me of each other, you know, kind of that same way. So what's it been like kind of being mentored by somebody like this, because this isn't just, um, a gym that opens up. Mm -hmm. Like you really are mentored by the folks that created this brand, created this, um, workout plan, if you will. What have you learned from somebody like Devin?
1: Well, Devin and Morgan have both been great. And they, they come from humble beginnings. And you can really tell that when they're speaking to you. And, and bef- before we even opened, I went down and spent a week with them to just learn some of the things he you know, has, has learned along his process. Mm-hmm. And he knew my name before I even got there. Mm-hmm. And that that means a lot to me. And when I was with him, him and I really connected because he Did play professional baseball and and his career got cut short because that's what his first goal was. And then when that got cut short, he had to find something that he was also passionate about. And that's where he found fitness. And and he started burn because he wanted to essentially give his mom a, a comfortable place to work out. And, and that's where this whole community started. And that's what we try to at least fulfill in, in Lexington to where there's no mirrors on the wall. And we want to make sure that you are completely comfortable. And, and Devin's just been great. And I listen to all of his, he has a book, he has a mm-hmm. podcast, he does all kinds of videos for us online. And he's always there to help and putting the other gyms before anything that he needs himself. Mm-hmm.
0: A facility can be a really tough place to walk into, male or female, Mm -hmm. but especially from the female side, um, that's the one thing that is really interesting because in so many places, it's so easy to walk into some place and feel already judged, you know, maybe just by the way you look, what you have on, whatever – And that's the one thing, um, there are so many different, uh, women that come to burn from all walks of life, all ages, all fitness levels. And eventually I look around the room and it doesn't matter anymore. Like those things are gone. Right. Mm -hmm. So talk to me a little bit about now going through this two years and and being at burn and the concept behind it. What do you think is the hardest thing for people to walk in and finally say, I'm going to start today? I think the hardest
1: thing is, number one, walking through the front doors for the first Mm. time. And if we can break that barrier, I think greatness can happen in and of itself on its own. And and building success comes from your daily routine. And and if you can consistently try to do something in regards to your health or fitness or reading or your education or mindset, because we do a lot of mental capacity things um, in regards to where we work at the gym, I think the hardest part is just getting yourself to try something new. And and we myself personally when I'm at the gym and I see somebody walk in, I try to make it like less than 5 seconds before I run over and go say hi to them. Mm. Like even if I'm in the middle of a camp that has a million people in there running around, I still try to to take a second to say, "Hey, how are you? Welcome." And then just to give them a, a smiling face to to walk into so they don't feel like they're off by themselves
0: ever. Yeah. I, I had a lady actually this morning that we were sitting on the wall, we were doing wall sits, holding a medicine ball. And I looked over at her and she had this big smile on her face. And she asked me a question and she said, are we going through twice today or three times? And I said, Oh no, we just twice today. And I said, but sometimes it's three. And she, I said, Oh, are you new? And she goes, yeah, I just love the positive vibe. Yeah. And I just think that's great, that's great. You know? And then I walked by your office also the other day and I heard you talking to a client and I heard you say, yeah, I never tell you to restrict anything. Mm-hmm. And I also, that really struck me because sometimes this time of year, people have made that vow that I'm going to eat better and sure. I'm going to do this. And I really, that just struck me. It was so simple. But, um, and I saw, as I was walking by, I saw the client's face kind of, it was like relief, right? Because right? yeah. I just think that sometimes we're so hard on ourselves. We are. That, about that's that. the
1: first word I would have come up with. Is it there? It is there for a, a relief. Like mm-hmm. if you keep a food log or, or a diary or something along those lines for me, I, I want you to feel comfortable too log everything. I just want to see what your current habits are. I'm not there to give you a whole meal plan because I don't know what you're allergic to. I don't know what you like, what you don't like. And, and that's really going to set you up to fail. I, I'm, I'm really want to be the guide and light to help you succeed. And we want to add the good things into your life. We want to add the the foods that we know will sustain your energy and make you feel better. We want to add the workouts in that we know will give you more energy and confidence later on down in life. So we, I never want to restrict anybody from anything. We just, If we continue to add the good things on, some of those things other things Mm -hmm. may may fall off without even really thinking about it
0: if people kind of you know they they hit the new year and they were really excited about doing something and now we're a couple weeks in and they just they feel instead of beating themselves up what's like the one thing that they could just do for themselves you think that could just help Maybe not correct all of that, but just get them back one foot in front of the other in the path. I think
1: it, it starts with your mindset and, and something I heard a, a while back. I don't remember where I heard it, but it's it's something that has stayed with me for a long time and it's you you will never be physically ready if you're not mentally prepared. Mm-hmm. So you need to first of all have a positive outlook on the goals you've set for yourself and understand that some of them may take three months, some of them may take eight months. Mm-hmm. And if you continue just one day at a time and scratching each day off the list, you know, you you may look back and and be so surprised with the substantial growth you've made to to really look back and understand the progress you have made. Mm -hmm. And then that will continue to push you forward.
0: A lot of times we get stuck on weight, you know, mm-hmm. it's a number. Right. And sometimes I think more, it should be about what could I do this week at the gym? Did I do five more push-ups than I thought I could do instead of, did I lose five pounds this week? Right. You know, and that's mm-hmm. really hard for people, isn't it? It is. It is.
1: And I, I, did a
0: and working with women, it's really, it really hard, Jared. I know.
1: <laughs> it I, I did a, a self study almost with some of our clients in there and I had them all write down a couple things that they felt like they've accomplished outside of weight goals, outside mm-hmm. of strength goals. And the two most consistently, you know, things that were brought up were I, I have more confidence and I have more energy. And those go a long way. I mean, if, if you have more confidence, if you have more energy, you can spend more time with your family, you can run around more so with your kids. And and those are huge success points mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily weight driven. Yeah. And and those are more functional. Mm-hmm. Those are what you'll see more so in your daily life as you continue in, in age and, and progress through your life that if you stay confident, and if you continue to have enough energy to get mm-hmm. through the day. You'll, you'll have a better positive outlook on life.
0: It's terrible as a society that we're so tied to those numbers, mm-hmm. that that number on the scale, whatever mm-hmm. it says, we're so tied to it. I hate that. If somebody um, wants to kind of start out, and and let's say maybe, um, obviously you want them to come to burn, but let's say they're just, they're just trying to get going, what would you say are like the five exercises that you could do, maybe so many reps, so many times that would, Get you going, like get a good heart rate going.
1: Well, there's a, there's a lot of body weight things that you could do, and I, I would say if you want to try any fitness facility, they're all great. There, mm-hmm. There's one on every corner, so I, I want you to find something that you actually enjoy doing. Like that's that's the number one thing. That if you like going there, I think you need to continue to go there. Mm-hmm. If if you feel like it's it's monotonous, if you feel like you're stuck in a rut, maybe it's time for a change. But some of those exercises, you I mean you want to get a full body. You want a push, a pull. So you would want a push up. You would want a squat. You'd want some sort of ab work, which could be a stabilized plank or it could be any sort of crunch work, depending on if you have any injuries or things of that nature.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then if you just went for a walk or run or something along those lines, I mean, it's always good to get some fresh air before you do <laughs> anything else.
0: Definitely. Water has got to be key, right? Right, right. Water, Water is-
1: For sure. But that's, that's always a, when we have our first meetings with people. water's always the first thing that I tell them will help with your energy and help if you have headaches or if you need just an extra little bump you know Mm -hmm. water is something that and i always say half of your weight in ounces of water is a great place to start
0: what holds people back the most jared you think i mean you've spent now several years doing this not just at burn but other places Mm -hmm. and so you've worked a lot one-on-one with people what's that one probably consistent thing that you think you hear from people that really holds them back and also pushes them forward
1: I, i think what holds people back the most is the Again, if we go back to to social media, some of the stuff that you can see on there that mm. um, I, I think the whole fitness avenue is is flipped on its head. And that's something that we're trying to correct. And you see all of these either fitness models or either just influencers posting pictures of their six packs or the trips yeah. they're taking in their bathing suits. And people feel so far removed from what they see and not to mention what they see may not even be the real picture mm-hmm. of what they actually look like, and all the different edits that they can do nowadays. That I think people feel so discouraged before they even start that that's what we're trying to help with the most. Is you know wherever you currently sit is a great place to start, and and your day one could be tomorrow, and mm-hmm. that consistency again and building off some momentum and positivity can really help with you. And then on the other side of that spectrum. Once you do complete that day one, feel proud of yourself. <laughs> Even if it was for 15 minutes, if, if you plan on coming to burn and we've seen it before one, you know, you go through one whole circuit versus two, and, and that's still a step in the in the yeah. right direction. And you should still be proud of that.
0: And not to beat yourself up because you and I have talked a lot about this and, and I've expressed this to you is that I love working out and I love what I do. But I realize at a certain age, even though I still eat the same, do the same thing, sometimes you just don't got it. You know, like right. like that's like right. the, that's not good grammar, but mm-hmm. that's I just don't got it. Mm-hmm. And it's OK, like to not beat yourself up that you're still doing something right. right. I didn't stay in bed. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, eat eat bad just because I didn't go. And so I think for women, for sure. And, and for some guys too, it's just really hard to get out of that mindset that it, stop beating yourself up about things. Right.
1: It, that's true. And we, we offer six days a week. Mm-hmm. Then we're, we're closed on the, the Sunday and we, we do that on purpose as a, as a day off. And we do that as you can use that day as a, as a meal, meal prep mm-hmm. day. But, if you miss one of the six days we're open, I, I tell people that's perfectly fine. You know, sometimes your body does need that rest and rest can almost be more beneficial to you than trying to just come to the gym because you would be really mad at yourself for, for missing a day so that your body may need that recovery and your body might be telling you something. So it's okay to, to listen to those things and you can find other avenues of support. If you enjoy reading, do that mm-hmm. instead and, and you can find some guiding light in that.
0: I've heard this lecture a lot, folks, and it's finally (laughs) sunk in finally has. I promise it has. Jared, you are so upbeat. And, and I know it's part of the job. Like, you have to bring this positive vibe to the facility. But also, I know that because I live in a world, too, where I kind of have to be on a lot, sure. right? right? So how do you, like, de-stress? How do you decompress? Because let's face it, being on all the time is genuine. I, I really believe that for me and you. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just hard. So how do you find time to, because, like, I work out to get rid of that, right? right? <laughs> what do you do? Right.
1: Well, I, I, I work out myself I mean and and it's and it's cool to to say because I get to hang out with some of my best friends all day Mm -hmm. so it really doesn't feel like work and I want to be um that support that servant leader for you and just somebody that you can you can talk to someone that you can you feel comfortable with and and that you'll actually you'll get a good workout with Mm -hmm. as well and I, I try to be positive and we do a lot of mindset when I'm over the mic training camps that sometimes can sound like white noise but I think it every now and then it it can stick with you with some of the things that we say. But I I like to work out when I'm not at the gym. I go home and hang out with my wife and my son and just spending 20 minutes running around with them can just get my mind off everything and then be a great reset to to get back in and and get back on for the rest of the workouts
0: what keeps you going like what this let's say this it's been two years now what's been your best moment um being a part of uh, the burn family and just being a part of you know the health and wellness of so many individuals have have you had that moment where you're like wow this is really cool like this is
1: well recently i have Mm -hmm. uh, there's maybe two things i can bring up number one um obviously with the with the new year we are doing a. A challenge and in, in just trying to get our current members re-engaged and in, into some of the goals they've set as well as welcome anybody new that wanted to try burn boot camp out and uh, with these challenges it, it's been so cool to see people try things they never thought they were able to do before mm-hmm. like a like a pull-up and we we have bands that we use and, and we make it comfortable and there'll be people that flat out look at me like i am not <laughs> getting up you there. want me to do what yeah and and <laughs> Members will run over. Like I won't even say a word. Like, no, you're going to do it, and I'm going to help oh, you. Oh, that's awesome. And there's like six other members that will jump in and help them. And when they do one rep, just the look that they give mm-hmm. you with the accomplishment and how excited they are, and the next time they do it, they'll jump up by themselves and mm-hmm. never look back. And, and I think that's really, really amazing. And the second thing is just really being able to help as many people as I can in this community. When I was doing more one-on-one mm-hmm. training or the semi-private stuff, I felt like I was making an impact, but maybe I was seeing 20 people a day. Mm-hmm. And now it's like 300 people a day. And I still feel like I get that one-on-one touch with being able to show modifications mm-hmm. up if you need something more, modifications down if something's bothering you, or if you're pregnant or coming off a, a hip surgery or something along those lines. So really being able to help more people and then just to see the, the look on their face when mm-hmm. they try something, something new and they actually accomplish it is amazing.
0: That's awesome. And I think it's about community, right? So uh, if anybody doesn't know about burn, one of the things that you're sort of encouraged to do is high five people mm-hmm. and for some people coming in that's a really weird odd thing right. I mean I had to get used to it but now it's like it's like it's just what you do and I realize like even I might not know someone's name but I see them day in and day out right and you are encouraged to know people's names and that's important but sometimes it's just that like human element that it is, it is. you're there, right beside me slugging it out too, sorry. and that's really cool
1: there's there's more than just the, the high five in a psychological mindset and the the human touch and the, the look you can give somebody like he's absolutely killing me today, but they'll give that look to you right back. Right. (laughs) And and then you're going down. I'm going down with you. you, right? And and that, that human contact can really mean a lot to somebody, especially if it's their first day Mm -hmm. and they don't know anybody and they, they can leave saying, well, gosh, they, they really do care about yeah. me. Like even the other members, they're they're trying to hit the goals they want to accomplish, mm-hmm. but they also know I'm trying to improve upon myself and, and they're going to help me.
0: Yeah, I see it every single day. Again, you know, they're just, they're women from all walks of life. Moms that come in with like, you know, three kids in tow and you could tell they just want 30 minutes to themselves right. <laughs> or, you know, people like me, they're just there to de-stress and it's like, wow, like you really see people that have connected that probably would never have connected before right. and for like that 45 minutes, they're there. Um, Jared, if people want to check out Burn. Where do they find you guys? How do they uh, keep up with you guys?
1: You Best place would be Facebook or Instagram. We do have a, a website that's burnbootcamp.com mm-hmm. that has all kinds of information for you to utilize with a with a blog and nutrition stuff and at-home workouts if you want to try them first. But if you go to Facebook, that'll show you some sneak peeks of our workouts that'll give you different guys and, and different exercises and, and things of that nature with, with links to how you would sign up. Or you can just come by and stop mm-hmm. by the gym that we're Located in the Distillery Mm -hmm. District, 363 Thompson Road. We share a parking lot with the borough. And all you can do is just come by and and you'll be welcomed by either me, because I'm there all the time, Mm -hmm. or one of our amazing staff members to to get you going.
0: Um, And last question. You know, we all need inspiration every single day. Where do you draw your inspiration from?
1: I would say, well, Devin and Morgan are great. Mm -hmm. And I use them quite a bit. And I also go back to some of my playing days and the injuries I've suffered in the past and just how hard I work to overcome those injuries. And I know that there are people currently going through some of those things and it may not even be their Like, like a knee injury. It may be a, a breakup. It may be something with their family, just, life. Just, just life. And mm-hmm. and I want to be there to help them. And, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of corrective exercise as well as just be able to sit with you and, and talk and make sure that mm-hmm. you can leave feeling a little bit, De-stressed <laughs> when you versus when you came in.
0: A podcast guest said to me once, "Life gets lifey sometimes. It sure does, you know. It so sure it's does. always nice to know that you have somebody in your corner." Also, I, I said last question, but I do have to ask: How does a guy that comes in pushes other people to work out, and then his wife is at home with a new business making these ginormous brownies? I
1: mean, it's what it like, seems unfair, combo. right? <laughs> I have to make sure <laughs> give her I... a shout
0: out. What is she doing?
1: So my wife Erin, she is the brownie babe. Okay. If you follow her on social media, and she's making these crazy, <laughs> outrageous like brownies that are that are amazing, and I, mm-hmm. I've, I hate to say, but I've tried way too many of them, <laughs> and I eat way too many of them, and I'm to the point now where it's like whatever brownies are made, they're already claimed. Yeah, but I'm just going to tell myself yeah. that, but but they're great, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes eating is as emotional as anything. So yeah. sometimes you just need that little sweet, that little sure. that little bump, that little like I'm just going to do it. But make sure you enjoy it. Make sure you're mm-hmm. conscious and not just eating watching TV, and you look down, and the whole plate is gone, but sometimes we we need that as well
0: yeah well she is a small business owner and she's been doing a couple of things so i just want to make sure we give her a shout out so that that. we can all know that that is why we're working out is to eat the brownie base brownies right jared thanks so much um i really appreciate what you guys are doing and and i love what you said you know it doesn't matter if you come to burn it doesn't matter if you find any facility that's on every street corner it's about your health and your wellness and it's about so much more than a number on the scale right so It's, it's longevity for all of us thanks so much